Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Hello and welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host today, Andy Webb. Yeah, you may have guessed this is not Dell. I am happy to be filling in today while Dell's out and about. And as always, we will continue working on your financial freedom. So again, happy to be filling in today. We're going to actually continue our journey around this great nation of ours. You've probably caught a couple of shows uh, Dell has hosted where he brought on members of the Lifestyles Realty team over in Georgia, Arizona, Tennessee, for example. Well, we're going to keep on that progress. And today we're going to visit a couple of, yeah, you may have heard these called flyover states where in this case, Lifestyles Realty has recently opened shop flyover states. Do people even think about those? Well, hey, after today's show, I think you just might. These are some really good places to go to invest in real estate. Now, just a quick sidebar. Who am I? If you've never heard me before, Dell's show is, is national in scope. I'm a host of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, mainly in Texas, and I've been a member for a very long time since March of 2012. Dell, in fact, came up to Dallas-Fort Worth where I sit, taught my two-day financial freedom seminar way back then, handed me the roadmap. I followed that to my financial freedom, bought a lot of single-family houses, invested now passively in apartments as well, and left corporate America sometime back. And my guest today, he's going to teach us about these markets. Also a longtime member, very interesting guy. And one thing I did not realize that I learned in preparing for this show, he's a licensed broker in 10 different states. We're going to hear why. And today he's going to walk us through a couple of those states, namely Kansas, Missouri, and we might focus a little bit specifically on the Kansas City market. I think that's an interesting one. So, hey, without further ado, I want to welcome Joe to the show. Joe, how, how are you today? You know, I'm doing well. In fact, I, I like to say I'm doing better than I deserve, so I try not to brag about it. How about yourself, Andy? <laughs> hey, I am I'm, I am wonderful. And like I said, I'm happy to be filling in today uh, for Dell. I do appreciate the opportunity. And, and I'm happy to be talking with you. Now, I've seen you over the years uh, at various events. You're, you're not here in my in my neighborhood necessarily. Largely, I've seen you online. You're one of the MCs, one of the hosts of uh, virtual road trips that we do on the multifamily side. And uh, you do a lot. You do a lot for the organization. And maybe just to connect the organization with Joe, let's kind of set the table for them. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and really how, how you came to, to be a member at Lifestyles Unlimited? Well, certainly. So like many folks out there, I actually came to Lifestyles Unlimited via the radio program. However, I came from it from the backside. I was, for their Houston affiliate, their radio show producer for a while and got hired on to join the team to help with not just their radio production, but also uh, the videos and different classes that get taught throughout. I was part of that audio-visual department that would help edit those. That way, when people signed up, they'd be able to watch information and self-paced learn in between acquiring properties. From there, you know, like any young guy with a growing family during the middle of a global recession, went and got a real estate license in 2010, because I was like, you know, this is a great time to do commission-based sales, right? Global recession. 
And that's when I joined the Lifestyles Realty team, started helping sell single-family properties to members. REOs were huge at the time, so there was plenty of inventory on that front. And then as my family grew, I partnered up with another agent and was sort of like a junior agent, and we worked together. And when they evolved into the multifamily side, I came along. And then around 2012-ish is when I moved over to the multifamily side and have been specializing in that niche part of the industry for about 13 years now. Uh, I do like to say, because it costs money, but I am also a CCIM which is a globally recognized designation for it. So that stands for um, Certified Commercial Investment Member. Okay, so, alphabet soup. So we'll got to clarify the alphabet soup. Good, <laughs> good deal. <laughs> okay, good deal. Thank you. Carry you on. Know, that's one of those things. That's what happens, right? It's one of the reasons why I like working with professionals is because at times we get mired in the jargon. So thank you yeah. for uh, pausing me on that. Yeah. So I got that designation, worked with a big box brokerage for a bit, came back to Lifestyles when they invited me. And since then, as you mentioned, I've now got my broker level license in about 10 different markets because within my role, I'm one of those blessed individuals who gets to go out, research these markets, try to find those hidden gems for the members to help build the realty team. That way we can help these markets, not just our members, you know, and this might be a little touchy feely, Andy. So stop me if it's too mushy for a Dell show, but I know when our members go in with the model we have, it doesn't just enrich their lives, but also helps the community because we have that focus on clean, functional, affordable housing for individuals. So I get to go out there and find those markets and be like, this is a great spot for it. This well, no, management and, style is and, great. And I don't, I don't think that's inappropriate at all. I think that's uh, part of the message. We're, we're, we're not just helping our investor members. We're, we're helping the broader community. And we've done a lot of shows where we, where we do talk about that just by bringing them up because we are not slumlords. We follow a very specific model, which includes the, the, the phrase best product, best price. We're putting good, good residential rental properties, both houses and apartments into the market. And, and people love that. People absolutely love what we do. And you're, uh, as I'm hearing, uh, kind of the avant-garde getting us into the latest and greatest uh, markets. So a couple of those markets are Kansas and Missouri. We'll, we'll get there in in just a little bit. Um, but but I want to go back to you, the member. And it's interesting. I you know I've been doing the radio show for I don't know four four or so years now, and we've we've had a few different producers over over the time. And and I get a lot of questions. You know, we go to commercial break. I, I get those questions, and they're like, "Hey, I've been listening to what you've been saying. How do I learn more?" Mm-hmm. And you you went down that very path. Not 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 the radio broadcast, listening on you know in your car, but actually in the background. And that's very interesting. And Joe, I do want to get a little bit into your background as an investor because I like for people to understand uh, we are not just talking the talk. We walk the walk here. We're out there buying these very houses and apartments that you hear about on this show, on the other show, at the case studies that you mentioned. So tell us a little bit about your investing background. You went to the two-day many, many times as we heard. And by the way, for the listener, go back. 
One time is not enough. The two day is two days full of information. The first day, single family, eight hours. That's a lot. Second day, multifamily, eight hours. You're, you're going to miss stuff. And as you grow as an investor, your perspective changes and what you internalize from that two day changes as well. So that's very good. Very good tip, by the way, Joe, to continue to return to that show. So what's been going on investing wise with Joe? So investing wise for Joe, um, well, actually, quite literally, yesterday we sold a, a latest portfolio of eight duplexes, so that's cleared out. And that hey, one congratulations! Out well. yeah, yeah, thank you. It was a heavy turn, you know. It was one of those ones bought it out of state because that's. Uh, I'll I'll begin here at the end and then work backwards if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Just because just because it's so recent, as well as uh, I know when I'm walking around, people go, "Well, how do you how do you do this?" Um, so it was a portfolio. I am currently living outside of Houston, Texas. That's our base camp. And the properties we bought, fixed up, leased up, they were out there in Georgia. So we were able to do this remotely. I actually used a member of the realty team out there as well because they found the property and they sent it out through our system, through the email blast system, and that's how they came about it. So that's our recent one. Like We just wrapped the door, closed the book on that one. And sold it to the point where the lender emailed me this morning saying, "Yeah, we just got the wires." <laughs> I love it. Hey, and I love I'm, that. I'm like, yeah, I'm counting like the dot 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 on the pending right now in my bank account, going, "All right, once it <laughs> stops spinning." Hey, wire cutoff is three a- p.m. Eastern time, so yeah. you you may be waiting a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But if not, I might go get a milkshake. There you, you go. Know, if it hits soon enough. Uh, so that's the most recent one. And yeah, I just utilized a lot of the systems and tools as well as the team in place to acquire them as well as run them remotely. I was an oddity though, Andy. I actually went out and looked at them a couple times during the life of our ownership, whereas talking with our Georgia agents, that doesn't happen too often. Um, So that's where we're at now is we're getting ready for the next leg. But when we sort of began, um, this is now going back geez, I'm going to feel old, you know, 10, almost 13 years. Uh, It was the basic map, the notion of you find the classic uh, home in a working class area. And my wife and I, I don't even think we were married at the time. I think we were still just engaged getting ready and went through the process, got pre-approved. That's actually what led us to joining the challenge program. It's going to sound odd because I'm such an old employee, it was the notion of to be a challenge member, you had to be a challenge member. So we tried it on our own for a little bit, (laughs) hit or miss luck, right? And I just literally, I would go to coworkers like, man, I'm like, what am I missing? And uh, Jeff Smith, who's now an agent, looked at me and said, well, are you utilizing the agents as a member? I go, no. He goes, dude, you realize that. Five of our agents in Houston are recognized by HAR as top producing agents. Why aren't you talking and working with them? And I just literally slapped myself in the head and I go, you know, that question is uh, embarrassingly good, Jeff. Uh, I think I'm going to have to. And yeah. it launched it. You know, Those, we those resources from. are there for you. Absolutely tap into those. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I, and this is like the greatest real, real estate investor lesson I've learned is that uh, at times – Ego and knowledge are my biggest hurdles on that, right? Because like, oh, I've taped all this stuff. I've taken the two-day. I know what I'm doing. And you're right. It's like, no, 
that's what the tools are for. That's why it matters. And 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 I just want to clarify for the listener, you mentioned the challenge program. That's a deeper dive into single family. If you you feel like you don't have the time or need a little more help where you can really tap into the mentors, uh, the realtors, et cetera, a little bit different uh, focus there. We also have our preferred uh, group, which focuses on apartments. Same idea, right, Joe? We're we're just kind of diving into a different uh, product type in, in... in essence. So, hey, I'm glad you finally took the bull by the horns and used what was at your fingertips. And what were the yeah. results? Oh, the results were phenomenal. We found a house very quickly. Um, at, at the time, I think that initial one, the initial equity capture on was something like around 30K. And, you know, when you're 25, you're like, man, that's a salary for the year. That's awesome. And then, you know, good cash flow at the time around 300 bucks or so and again this is how old i am like our investor interest rate like we were excited we we're like man seven and a half percent that's awesome because <laughs> that was the killer investor rate up that number like, sounds yeah. familiar joe where are we now 7.1 7.2 as investors yeah so so that's the thing that's why you know i remind people i go hey you know these were the rates i had and they're like eh. i'm like no i'm talking about five ten years ago so this isn't me spinning yarns of when Jimmy Carter was relevant. This was, you know, me saying like, hey, we were only a couple presidents deep, and it worked, and it made sense because the other factors that made it work. So we were excited, and that started that jump and foray into it from there. In fact, we even utilized an agent to buy our personal residence after we got married just because we're like, it's working. Why would we veer off to somebody else? Yeah, if, if something is working, don't don't change it. Just let it let it go. Um, and so you you started with single family. We heard got built up to duplexes, which for listener technically that is single family, duplex, triplex, quad. We we don't get into the commercial or the multifamily space until we're five units or greater. Have you have you done? Have you moved into the apartment space at all? Thing that made me last year, you know, pause and do a couple more houses was really just the returns were great at that point, as well as I just looked at some of the different markets, and I'm building my team out there. Because when it comes to multifamily, we're really buying a business, so there's a little bit more patience as well as desire to understand the market that's needed. So that's where we're at. With this latest sale, we got the funds resupplied, and that's the next progression. We've done the portfolio, and now it's time to go help not just my family, but other families passively invest. Absolutely. Hey, I love it. I'm a passive investor in apartments, Joe, so I'm always connecting with leads, active leads, and aspiring leads. Those are the syndicators for the uh, broader audience out there. Hey, we're going to head into a quick break, and let's get into those two markets that we're going to focus on for the rest of the show coming up. With a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Start your real estate immersion with a free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Remember this. Sellers, motivated sellers are found, but deals are made. A reminder from Del Wamsley, CEO of Lifestyles Unlimited. Learn how to find those motivated sellers and get the deals done. 
Join our free online workshop and learn how to retire in five years or less at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host today, Andy Webb, filling in for Dell, and I'm glad to be with you. Thank you for tuning in, and we're joined by Joe. He's a longtime member, much like myself, out of the Houston market, as we learned. And again, I think it's important for you to understand, we, 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 we present a lot of ideas on this show and on the uh, Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and, and a lot of times we do talk about living where you want and investing where it makes sense. We just heard Joe is practicing that as well. Not, not 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 one, but two, not two, but four duplexes in in Georgia from from Houston. So, Joe, I think that's great information because you know I, I interviewed the the sales manager from Georgia. We learned a lot about that uh, market several several weeks ago. Great market, and and clearly you are leveraging that now. We're going to shift gears and we're going to focus on what I described earlier as a couple of flyover states. And I don't really mean that disparagingly. I had the opportunity, in fact, to live in Omaha, Nebraska, one of those neighboring flyover states. Beautiful place. Great city. I was very surprised. And, you know, the lifestyle there is is something else. So I want to learn from you now about Kansas and about Missouri. Um, What is the draw there? What's taking us as an organization up to those two states? As you mentioned, it's for most people, they refer to it as flyover. So there's tons of hidden physical beauty just in the landscape. I'll lead with that, as well as the, like, Kansas City is where we have our team right now. It is one of those great, you know, compared to especially Texas cities, mid-sized cities where there's great amenities, lots of jobs, arts, cultures, as well as Super Bowl-winning football teams i gotta throw <laughs> yeah. that out there that's true you know <laughs> it, you know because you know here in texas you know miss uh it's, it might be a football state but it's been a while since we've seen any rings hate to hate to be that devil yeah yet. but it so that's an element to it but also really with these markets one of the things that popped out to me is that there is still good steady growth right they're not boom or bust kind of markets and sort of help focus on you know we'll talk a little bit about kansas city because it's one of those unique cities in the country where it is across two different states right Mm -hmm. so it has like the benefit of you know whichever state is having that great growth and economics it's there for me what really popped out about that i mean because when we think missouri we think the arch Right. Right. So Kansas City, to me, is one of those hidden gems in that regards to Missouri. And maybe later on, we'll touch on um, St. Louis, too. But within Kansas alone, there's a lot of great sort of key employment and employers out there. I mean, the hard numbers is places like Hallmark. That's also like a headquarters for the FDA and their bioscience. Like, There's a lot of great primary jobs well over three different employers where in which they have over 5,000 different staffing, just core jobs there, including the Ford Motor Company out there still manufacturing American-made products and assembly out there. 
Okay, and yeah. we know well, lately what have we seen? A little bit of a push to bring more manufacturing back to our shores. So having Ford in place there, clearly a, a good thing. So we're seeing both population growth, job growth, and business growth as well, it sounds like. It is, very much so. And another true hidden gem element to the Kansas City market that I think, you know, doesn't get talked about much, and maybe this is because I grew up outside Chicago, but I'm a fan of trains, is that Kansas City is the second busiest rail hub out there. And over like 1 billion tons of products and materials move through that city. So there's this great opportunity for different jobs to come there for logistical reasons and really lay roots, which with that type of slow population growth means there's this great demand for quality housing, which they've been good sort of maintaining that supply. And that's housing-wise something I enjoy when I look at some of these markets is that there's been continual growth. It's not just they built in the 70s, then they built 30 years later. So there's this supply where you'll have good homes for working-class individuals built in the 80s and 90s, as well as something that is really fun. If you're a fan of like Wayne's World, they have basements in Kansas City (laughs) and the Midwest, which, you know, as an investor, I like, right? Because if the basement's unfurnished, it's like this great additional utility area that's not always being taxed right? Because it's not finished. It's not livable. But it's this great storage thing. And add that quality of living as well for the tenants, right? Because mm-hmm. anybody who has that loves that additional sort of game room or space. So having that as a component is huge. And that really makes it so there's different value add components to, again, improve the lives for the tenants, but also add that value. That way, when we go to resell, we get that 5 almost 6% bump because of that added square footage. That's a very low-hanging fruit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an element where it's really almost obvious. It's like a VA moment. You slap your head to go for <laughs> it. The other cool thing about these areas, I know I talked about the newer homes, right? Because we love, you know, young and new is cool. But also, like, in Kansas City and throughout Missouri, as well as other parts of Kansas, like Wichita, we have these sort of classic historic homes. Now, they're not necessarily in a historic district, which comes with additional restrictions, but they have that classic beauty to them, where they're not just good for the area, but they're also very aesthetically pleasing to the eye wraparound porches they were designed to be community-based and that's something that talking with our agents has made it where it's really desirable for their prospective tenants so they become very easy to lease because that's something that is huge how is the i I think of these kind of middle america states as you know as compared to the coast let's say also enjoying a, a lower cost of living as a, as a big draw. Is that is that correct? That is correct. So another unique thing about the market is looking at the different median home prices around Kansas City has some of the lower ones, the more affordable cost of living to it. Um, overall, I think there's about 100K difference or so between the median price of a home in Houston 
compared to Kansas City. Is there a particular side of the state line I should look at as an investor, Does it, or does it matter? Uh, it, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, not from a data point, right? From a realtor standpoint, my big question to you is like, so Andy, what's, what's more important to you? Is it cash flow? Right? Is what are the sort of things that make you nervous? Is it property taxes? Because both those states, very competitive uh, property taxes, making it the cash flow very achievable and realistic. So I'll leave okay. with that. So you know, taxes are low. Got it. Taxes are low. Yeah. They, you know, we can nerd out a little bit. They do what we refer to as the assessed ratio. So whatever. The appraiser says it's worth this, then they apply a percentage to that, and that end number is the number that gets taxed. Okay. So, so they're effectively lowering my, my tax burden. We, I think it was uh, Georgia where we learned that they're applying 40% of the value to get to the taxable number, even on investment properties, which if you're listening in Texas, you, you, you understand that they, they tend to handle personal property or, or homestead property, let's say, and investor property differently, which is where we sometimes feel that pain. We just don't have that pain here. Taxes low. What about insurance? So insurance is also very low out there because the biggest weather event across both these markets is tornadoes. And when I've talked with different insurance brokers, both in-network, through the uh, Lifestyles Limited marketplace, as well as outside of it, you know, they go, well, you don't really... You insure for tornadoes, but there's not like a premium for them because you just never know when they're going to happen. So since it's not near any major weather events like fault lines or the coast, and they don't even get a lot of hail, which I think is an issue up in Dallas. So their insurance rates are very competitive and much lower than what we've seen in Texas because they just don't have as many incidents out there. Yeah. So lower taxes, lower insurance, to your point, takes us to a higher cash flow. So if you're, and as you said, what are your goals as an investor? If it's cash flow, hey, maybe these are are, are a couple of markets to look at. Now, that's Kansas City. Are there other markets within either of the states that you might point us towards as investors? So we've been seeing a lot of great things on the Missouri side coming out of Springfield. which is kind of a smaller one, but a good kind of region. You know, it is a college town. There are additional um, different supporting industries out there, but that's like its big claim to fame. But there's great folks out there. And just because it's a college town does not mean we're renting necessarily to college students. We're renting to those grad students students or people who are there to support the other industries, because it's still a good-sized town. Um, We're looking at different sort of spots, you know, growing out there. Branson is interesting. Branson, yeah. Yeah, we're keeping our eye on it, because it's one of those ones where it's very touristy. So that's on the Missouri side. And of course, you know, we are looking at and growing into the St. Louis market, and St. Louis being a larger much more industrialized, long-standing city, trying to get those nuances ironed okay. out. You know, because if you're from the St. Louis area, folks, man, I love that. I love the St. Louis Bread Company. For all of you not from St. Louis, <laughs> you know it as Panera, right? But getting those great dynamics because there's the city of St. Louis and then the county of St. Louis. So the county of St. Louis is where we're seeing some different great opportunities Uh, Gentrification has a bad rap, but that revitalization, 
we're starting mm-hmm. to see optos, which is great. So that's our Missouri side. In Kansas, we have an agent in Topeka. He's finding some hidden gems out there, as well as Wichita. That's one where it not even being the largest sort of city in Kansas, I think a lot of people don't realize the different growth opportunities happening there, including across all of Kansas, you know, mainly Kansas City, as well as in Wichita, we've still seen rent growth in those markets, despite what's happening and going on. And those rents are still very affordable, um, in part because of that lower cost of living, as well as that lower cost for mortgage, mortgages when you get in. Yeah, the math is just uh, its just a scale lower, right? Rents are lower. The cost to get into the property is lower. Cash flow is higher. Good news. And you mentioned very early in the show, you mentioned equity capture. We want to see that as well, where we maybe I'm 20K into a property, but I'm doubling my money instantly. We see that as well. I see that in every blast that I look at. Hey, Joe, we're at the end of the show. I thank you for joining me today, and I appreciate talking with you out there in Radioland. Be sure to check out our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, and you have a great day. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.